What's up? It's your boy Shaq, and you're listening to Acadiana's Best Sports Leader for Acadiana's Best Sports Fans, ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. This is ESPN Lafayette. It's Thursday morning. Norman Locke is in the house. Whoa! Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. It's good morning. Got some some nice kicks coming out today. Man, the the the, the World Series. I know you're a huge, hardcore inside baseball guy. White Sox. When they when they pulled the infield early last night, and then they the, the umps gave the Astros. That extra six inches, which really kind of blew the early game wide open, and then it wasn't much of a game after there. What's going through your mind? I was like, you know what? The entire nation wants the Astros to lose, and this is the perfect controversy that's needed to this series. And now the series is 1-1 with the uh, the Astros storming over game two to, to beat the Braves. But game two was much like game one, is what I said yesterday. It's like the Expendables movies where – you you have this promise of like a ton of action, okay, and then there, there's a slight difference, and I'll explain why. But like I remember watching like the Expendables for the first time. I'm like DVD. That's how long movie. ago this it's was. And, I really love them. Uh, okay, well, I mean, we can agree to disagree there. I didn't. I did not enjoy it. Okay, I enjoyed it for what it was. <laughs> but I just remember like the opening was just like. The action scene was like it was the opening was just like fifteen minutes and it was just like hardcore action, almost to the point of like you were kind of like chuckling. And then it slows down a little bit, and then there's like a lot of promise of more action, but it's just kind of like quick hits, nothing big. And then at the end there's a giant explosion. So the difference is the endings of games in one and two never had that kind of big ending, but it it had a lot of action at the beginning, and then there were just teases and hints of like, all right, we're about to bring some action, and it just never quite happened. And that's what's happened in the first two games of the series. But you know what? I want the thing to go seven. Who doesn't love a game seven? And now it's tied one-to-one heading back to Atlanta, so I'll take it. I think you just want it to go seven, and for some odd reason, Atlanta loses. <laughs> I, I, just, I just feel like that's the walking joke that everybody's waiting for. Is that That's the walking joke. It, it's, it's, it's just if Saints fans can somehow tie in the Falcons being failures any way possible, they will. But I, don't, I, I, I also know a lot of Saints fans that are Braves fans. The reality is the, I would say the most baseball fans in Louisiana is probably Astros 1, Braves 2. And then somewhere after that, maybe the Cubs, maybe the Cardinals – and a lot of it has to do with what they had access to growing up. Um, but there are a lot of fans of both teams around here. I, I'm 
indifferent toward both. So I have some friends that like each, and I'll be happy for them if they win. But I'm not – I have no – like I had way more emotional investment in a regular season Pelicans game last night than I do in any of these World Series games. I'm not like living vicariously through any of my friends. I'm just like, you know what, good <laughs> – Good for them. I feel I like we have to talk you know, about the amount of Braves fans that that they have around here or that we just know. Yeah, it's just it's just because back when they were on TBS, like when I was a kid, and you know, middle school, there were TBS friends that got into the because they could watch them. They could watch them every week. Otis Nixon leading things off. They knew the Braves lineup. The Braves were good. That's a great name, Otis Nixon. That's is. a great name. Because a barbecue with dude, that name. That dude looked old, man. <laughs> I mean, it was like. He had that Greg Oden thing. He was good, though. He was good. But people, like, I remember, like, the Braves weren't my team, and yet I remember a lot of Braves from the early 90s because they were on TV all the time. Kids at school talked about them, and I was just like, you know, go Mets. And they're like, what? Who? (laughs) They're like, remember when they were good, and then they all got on drugs, and they're not good anymore? And I was like, shut up. They didn't do drugs. Of course, I was too young and naive. They did it. 86 Mets did lots of drugs. A lot of Major League Baseball did. Yeah. Um, I love the 86 Mets. People were talking about, all oh, the Astros are playing the villain. The Mets played a different kind of villain. It's not like the Mets were coming off of this big cheating scandal. They were just extremely arrogant and rubbed it in everyone's face and hadn't really done anything yet. Well, the Astros, they're arrogant, but this is more about, you know, the cheating. And I don't think Astros fans look at at this World Series is like, okay, if we win this, it's kind of like winning two because we're, we're proving to everyone. <laughs> it's kind of like we're, winning We're two. proving to everyone that, you know, a few, you know, a couple years ago, that was legit. We didn't have to do that. Um, I don't think fans look at it that way, but I think a lot of the, the public does, where it's like if they win this one, then it's like, okay, you know what, they're, now, they're pretty freaking good. Now, well, now what about the flip side? If Astros win again? Does it legitimize them being good and not? That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think if they win, it's almost like they win two for a lot of... Everybody that's not an Astros fan, essentially, it's kind of like, all right, you you, you earn this, it's yours. ESPN posted out a map of all the Astros fans of all the the states rooting for the different teams. It's only Texas and Louisiana. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I think... I don't... I think... um, While the, the Braves were on TBS, there was a lot of access to... The Astros on cable or UHF, so so folks around here did have access to it. The shorter drive, right? I don't know that you know Braves fandom didn't overtake Louisiana because while most of the South could only watch the Braves in the eighties and nineties, folks in Louisiana, certainly here in Lafayette, could watch both. Um, it's why sometimes you'll meet a Cubs fan. It's because they had WGN when they were a kid, or if you, you'll meet a lot of like older individuals that are Cardinals fans and it's because well I mean I mean like you know like in their 60s and 70s it's like well when I was a kid the only team that would come on the radio was the Cardinals we get all their games and so it it, a lot of it just just traces back to that uh and then baseball went to the format of okay we're gonna have regional channels and markets will get to see their home team and that's how we're gonna do it and we don't need we don't need the Braves on TBS. We don't need the Cubs on WGN. We'll just everybody will just have their team. And once that happened, the Astros were still the team here, uh, not for me, but for many. 
But I, I don't – I think there is, to your point, I think there's a little bit of the Falcon stuff, but I, I think that's probably overblown a lot. I think that's just Saints fans that don't watch baseball at all is all that is. Just trying to stick it to them? Because yeah. that's all I'm yeah. seeing is like, you know, it will be great if the Braves got up and then lost. And I was yeah. just like – why? Why would that be great? Just, <laughs> Why would how many, that be here's the question, too. Like, how many... I wonder how many Falcon fans are also Braves fans. Like, I know a well, lot of it. I know a lot of Braves fans. None of them are Falcon fans. Now, I, oh, obviously, yeah, well, yeah, I'm not well, in Atlanta. Yeah, right. But, like, Atlanta is a sports city. Let's talk about this for a second. Is it, in terms of, like, fan bases, is, is, it, is it one of the worst sports cities? I, would, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say yes. No, I wouldn't. No. Wait, wait. What? Yes or no? I wouldn't say yes. It is a one of the worst sports cities. So, w- how come they they struggle with attendance? It seems perpetually with it's, the Falcons. It's literally. It's just like L.A. Um, right now, it's just too much going on in Atlanta, Atlanta Scott. It's just too much. You go to Magic City. <laughs> you either go to Magic City or you go watch. The Falcons. I'm going to choose the Falcons. I mean, or the Braves the or the Hawks. Like, the yeah. Hawks have never gotten great support outside of, like, it's, a year here or there. It's too much to go. It's too much going on. I just feel like it's just like L.A. Like, when's the last time a Rams game or any L.A. football team, you know, has been packed? It's it's There's there's it's a lot of transplants, too. It's, a tr- it's too much going on. It's a lot of transplants. It's just like... Um, New York, okay, before, I mean, even right now, the, the Brooklyn Nets, the Barclays isn't yeah, packed. Yeah, but that's the Nets. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's still in New York. I know. You, but would, like, you would just assume just you stumble upon, you know, and it's packed, a 60, 70% packed. But the Knicks, the Yankees, the Mets, they get great local support. Correct, correct. And but, then the Jets and Giants, I mean, you know, they're kind of playing in Jersey. and It's a lot, to, it's a lot going on, Scott. I, I think I think the New York teams all they they get way with exception of the Nets because it's the Nets no one seems to care even though they're fourteen dollars for a ticket yeah, last night like <laughs> you you couldn't get fourteen dollars to like watch the television monitor in one of the bathrooms in Madison Square Garden for a regular season Knicks game I mean that right there will probably cost you like a bill that's, yeah that's a that's a hefty price to like in Atlanta it's like with all the teams in New York it's just it's kind of the Nets like I. I'll agree with you on the L.A. point. And then, like, Miami, like, I have I have some family from down there. My cousin, huge sports fan, always supports the Dolphins, always supports the Heat, always supports the Marlins. Like, he's, he's, he's all in. You see the Heat on TV, and you're like, where are the fans at? Yeah, there's too much going on, Scott. Not, but, but turn around and look at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay never has attendance problems because what the hell's going on else? I Tampa saw that Bay. stadium last week. It's, like, out Right by the airport, yeah, I like, like see it flying in. I'm like, is that where the stadium is all the way out here? You got you got uh, the Rays, right? The Rays they 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 play at the Trop, which is a terrible location. It's like across the bay, but but they got fan base. No, they don't. They're the lowest lowest attendance in in Major League Baseball, well, and they're a great team. Well, I'm at I'm okay. I haven't seen the stadium, but I've seen there's a lot of Rays fans. The Bucks, <laughs> you're on it with the Bucks. The Rays, not but, so much. And then the the uh, the Lightning. Lightning, lightning are good. Yeah, lightning do well. So I, it's a, but there has nothing to do in Tampa Bay outside of go to the sporting events. It's a family city, I guess so. Yeah, it 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 seems. I mean, the Rays should get better attendance than they do, but the Bucks have always had strong attendance. Um, and I'm in a hockey team, and so you know, to say you got three professional teams 
in Tampa Bay, Florida, with a billion other sporting teams. They do pretty well. It's, I wouldn't put Atlanta low on the list. It's just high on the list of things to do. I've seen a whale in the aquarium, Scott. But like, doesn't that? Whale. But shouldn't that count as like a reason why it's not a great sports city? Because there's there's a lot of other options. It's like to truly become. I I feel like a bad it, sports city. If you're if like, if you got a lot of stuff to do in a city, but a team is part of the culture, they're still going to sell it all the time. Like the Lakers in L.A., Lakers and Dodgers do well. The football teams don't. See I the put, Angels. Kind of, not really. I put an asterisk on the the, the Dodgers and the Lakers, Scott, just because it's been a heralded franchise for so right. long. But that's what I mean about culture. Like, there's, it doesn't seem like the teams in Atlanta, any of them, are like truly part of like the culture of Atlanta. Well, unless it, it's convenient, right? If the Falcons are good, oh wow, look, here's a picture of Big Boy. He's in the upper deck. That's how we do it in ATL. It's like that's not how you do it. He's no, there because you're not. in the NFC Championship. You're gonna blow it anyway. Like, stop trying to act. I'll like say it's this about like the this. Falcons. I'll say, I'll say Atlanta pre Michael Vick was a basketball town. Would you agree? Mm. With the Hawks, I mean, I, the nineties they were okay. The two thousand. And people get nostalgic about Dominic Wilkins. But. Yeah, well, all right, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was. I think, I think time. it was. I think no, I think in the '90s, if we're going '90s, I think it was 100 percent of Braves down. Okay, Braves, uh, not non Atlanta, not yet, non NFL, correct. Okay, and then I think the the drafting of Michael Vick kind of brought more fans to the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Then you had Matt Ryan, more fans. Then now they back where they started from. It's like that's the only. If I've been alive twenty nine years, I've only seen Atlanta become relevant in those two stints. Even with Matt Ryan, it was like they still couldn't had trouble selling out and had to pipe in fake crowd noise. They did have to like pipe the in Vic thing noise. was real, but that was. That was more Michael Vick than the Falcons. That and was, it was more Michael Vick, and it was only like four years. It was only, yeah, it was like a it kind of because his, his his rookie year in 01, he didn't even start. It was Chris Chandler, and then from like 02 to 06, there's like five five seasons there. It was like okay, all right, yeah, yeah. And, and then in 06, you know, they started to they started to lose, and then in 07, the, the you know the dog fighting thing happened, and then it was then you get my Maddie Ice. I remember when they drafted him. He's like, "What's the first thing you think of when you when you think of the Atlanta Falcons?" I was like, "Oh, don't screw this up, dude." He just goes, "Winning games." Winning games. Like, just play it, just play it safe. Playing checkers. That dude. Saturday night. Did you see that play last <laughs> week? That's right. That guy eats. That guy eats crawfish with gloves and a fork. Yes. Matt Ryan facts. Building Legos. <laughs> there was. I know somebody that I won't say his name, but like. I think people listening that listen to the station all the time probably would know who he is. He um, he was like heckling Matt Ryan before a Saints game, and Ryan was just like not looking at him at all. He just kept going and going. And then finally he was like, your wife's a hog. And he said at that point, Ryan just looked up at him. He's like, like, really, dude? Like, come on. <laughs> like, get Give me a break. He said everything else. And then, and then he just kept, then he just kept going. I was like, oh. I like Matt, when Matt Ryan talks about like places. It's so funny. He's like, he obviously hates playing in New Orleans. I'm sure he loves winning there, but he obviously hates playing there because it's the Falcons. And they're like, oh man, one time a reporter was like, I mean, what's your favorite place to eat in New Orleans? He's like, the hotel room. Like, I do not <laughs> leave. He's like, I don't leave the hotel room. I'm not, 
And he just basically, without coming out and saying it, he's like, they're going to spit him up. Like, I'm not going to walk around there. Are you, like, kidding? I mean, Derek Favors played for the Pelicans for one year, and he said that an Uber driver kicked him out of the car because he found out he was a Falcons fan. (laughs) It's like, give the guy a break. He grew up in Atlanta, you know. I kick him out. Favors is like, I got to get out of here. I kick him out. You got to go. These Saints fans are crazy, which is why those absurd quote, surveys or studies last week that came out that the Bucks are the most hated team by Saints fans. It's like, I don't even know that they're in the top five. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm leaning towards it because people are just just don't want Tom Brady to win. I think that's what that's just is what it is. It's not even the Bucks. They should have said Tom Brady or the Falcons I because it's, just, it's not the Bucks. It's no, it's no deep hatred for Saints fans in Tampa Bay. Like, how often do you see Saints fans like going in Bucks fans' mentions intentionally? Like, oh. I'm going to rile it up. It's the opposite. It's literally just as Tom Brady has arrived. I, I guess. Yeah. I, but but it, Four years of Jameis, it ain't been smoke. It's, and it, they've been in the South since 02. Not to say that, Josh like, Johnson, they, they, like <laughs> they, like, love each other. But since the NFC South was formed, I mean, Atlanta came with the Saints from the West. So that was already established. Correct, correct. But in terms of, like, order of, like, Disdain. It's in, in in the division. It's Atlanta, then Car- Carolina. Yeah, they, I mean, Carolina. Tampa's last. Saints. Most Saints fans, dis, especially long time, is they dislike the Niners and the Rams more than the Bucks. And then, of course, the Cowboys. Everybody either loves them or hates them. So this right. isn't even a Saints thing. But no. Saints fans are are like every other franchise. They're you know anti Cowboys. Correct. So I, I think the Bucks are probably like sixth on the list. I don't even know if I put him that high. It's just Tom Brady. It's just it's Mike it's Evans, Tom Brady, Atlanta, <laughs> San Fran, Carolina, the Rams, Mike Evans, Dallas Cowboys, and then and then, then yeah. I'm singling them out. What about the game? Mike Sunday? Evans, then Tom Brady. What about the game Sunday? Mike Evans hadn't done anything against the Saints to warrant that kind of disdain. Yeah, he did. Tom Brady has. He's, he's, he's punching people. Yeah, but he didn't. I mean, like, I like, mean, you just like for stats. Yeah, Lattimore has pretty much shut him down. Uh, Bucks are right now a five and a half point betting favorite. A little high for a game at the Superdome, or not really? Not really, just because the uh, Saints was a four point favorite last week and they didn't cover. So I'll take five, five and a half is a lot for a road team against a, t- a, a against a team with a winning record. I mean, I don't. I'm not really surprised by it either. Um, you I'm just, know, I, all it says, I'll take it. I'm taking I'm taking the points because like again, last week Saints was a road team, but you say the caveat different against a winning team, but it was the road team. The points was four. I'm like with the weather. I'm not I'm not no. Why would, why would take you? just take the under. Yeah, with that take weather. the other take with the, the weather. Take, I'm like, take, I'm take, take the, the under. under. I know that much. Take the under. Demario Davis almost covered with that pick six at the end. He wanted that so bad. Not the de- not the defensive player of the week either. No. No, he. I, I think he deserved it. He was. He he was everywhere. He was he incredible. Was, he was incredible. He's thirty two. Like, I, I, I Sam Mil- Millish. Sam Mills. Mills. Sam ish. Mills. I, I couldn't put the ish on One the Mills. Sam Mills ish. Sam Mills. Mario Davis is. Um, in terms of like free agent signings in Saints history, I mean he ain't gonna pass Breeze, but he is quickly. He's got, that's why I say he elevated got that himself up the, high with the Carolina Panthers tender with the Saints. You know, a short period of time, he catch a catch a ring of honor out of three seasons. <laughs> he might. He has already played more for the Saints than Sam Mills did in Carolina. That's Sam, Sam Mills. Sam Mills has a statue built of him. Get him a ring of honor outside of that thing. 
But um, Scott, that was that was an ugly game. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. I don't. I want to put some of it on the weather, but also uh, it's just I, I can put I can put it on some other stuff. It, uh, Gino Gino Smith. Saints wide receivers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's some other things. The weather definitely uh, didn't help. But no, I said this: if you weren't a if you weren't a Saints or Seahawks fan, you were entertained if you were a Saints or Seahawks fan, or 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 had anxiety or had some kind of emotion because of your fandom. If you were a fan of neither team and just wanted like good football, you did not get it on Monday. No, no, it didn't. Absolutely not. And watching the game, I was just like, they had like uh, the drive. Right before the half, but not the last possession. It's like fourteen minutes long. I'm just like, but the and then the Saints only end up with three points. Yeah, yeah, with the, the one that they. Went I was there. like, bro, what they the gassed hell out. Is they got two on? fourth downs on that. They gassed out uh, Seattle's D, but uh, but yeah, they the fact that they couldn't punch. This, the that, are you, are Saints fans ready to say the offense stinks? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm, saying, I'm just you know everybody's talking about you know the. Roger Craig like production of Alvin Kamara, and I'm like, okay, that's cool for him. But other than that, this offense stinks. You know, other other than other than Kamara in terms of skill positions, it's it's not good. It's not good, and it's not good. And you this, had 16 targets to wide receivers, 16 targets Monday night to wide receivers. You know how many catches wide receivers had? How many? Four. It's horrible. That is atrocious. And three of those four were Marquez Callaway, which tells you of all the receivers on their team, he's the only one that should currently be on an NFL roster. And Jameis had 19 completions, and 10 of them went to Alvin. Mm-hmm. And and Jameis, even in those conditions, to his credit, some of those throws were on the money. Yeah, no. They no. just couldn't, they couldn't catch him. And, uh, you know, and then last night, well, yesterday, in the middle of the day, you, you see that the Saints trade for Mark Ingram, and mm-hmm. then you see Brandon Cooks come out upset. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there like, okay, you didn't did business with the Texans twice, and in both times you didn't get a position that you you really need. I'm, Sean, what are you doing? They they need they desperately need a receiver before the deadline, and, and, and I think and I think he has to make a move. Now they did need a running back, and we'll get to Ingram in a minute. But Brandon Cooks' exact tweet I can't read the whole thing, but he says this is bull bleep, such a joke. Now some are like, is he really that upset that Mark Ingram's gone? You know why this. Does he want to be out the door? It's both, and I think it's the beef with Sean Payton. There has to be a beef with Sean Payton because they've never had any reports other than the Saints didn't want to pay him. But why did Brandon Cooks leave New Orleans after being productive? To get, to get paid. He saw, he, he saw, first of all, whenever you destroy a team by tons of points and afterwards you're upset because you didn't get enough catches and you say it publicly, he saw what Michael Thomas was doing, and I'm sure – I, I don't know who Cooks' agent is, but he's done a good job because he's made him a lot of money. Yeah, yes. But I think I think they saw Michael Thomas coming up, and they're like, they're not going to pay two receivers that kind of money here, so we got to have an exit strategy. And that's what they did. And he ended up getting a big contract. Now, he's been traded a ton. Um, and it's at produced. this point, you know, yeah, sure. There there could be something there. I think there's something between Peyton and Willie Sneed. You mean to tell me Willie Sneed, who asked for his release from from, from Vegas – and Sneed's not as as good as Brandon Cooks. I'm Correct. not trying to suggest Correct. that. Sneed is still better than all but one receiver that was on the Saints field on Monday night. Uh, he's not better than Cowboys. He's better than all the other ones. And he signs with Carolina's practice squad. Like it, you didn't even make Sean. him. A, you didn't even make him an offer. He knows the offense. He knows the. It's like you Sean. you you need a receiver in a big way. Uh, and Cooks shoot with with Winston as quarterback. 
He would. He's at 500 yards right now with with Davis Mills oh my God. as with, his quarterback. With, so he, he's on pace to have another thousand yard receiving a year to add to his other five. Mm-mm. How do you not go trade for him? That's go, what I'm sitting there like and, Sean. And it's not like, a cap what, thing. One point five million cap it. this year. That's it. But 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 I'm seeing uh, you know a guy like I pick on. Nick Underhill talk about how can Odell Beckham end up on New Orleans Saints? Like what? Like what are we talking? Like the the smart moves? Don't do it. The smart the moves smart is moves. getting getting someone on on good cheap deals that's going to that's produce. not injury prone. No, no, Cooks. I mean, as regardless of how fans might feel about him, he would be the guy you would want to trade for right now. I mean, they didn't have to do much for Ingram. No, I mean, they you just swapped late-round picks. It's all he did was sneeze. like, Mark, you want to come back? You know that guy is happy. You know Kamara's <laughs> happy. Ingram will get the franchise record now in rushing. He's going to end up having to play 18 games this year, which is kind of nuts because he's already played seven in Houston. Oh, true. He gets he's not going to get the bye week. No. But, and he's not the player he was three years ago, but he's, he's, he he's get, better than Devin Azigbo and, and Lamar Miller right now. Can all listeners of the show please... Call in to tell me Norm said they should have trade. We should have traded Tony for a first round pick after the preseason game. I don't think he was giving you a first round pick. Could have been something. I, I mean, said trade him a first round pick. <laughs> yes, sign me up. Should have traded him because that was the last a time first I seen him round pick. Sure, a late round pick. Nah, man, this is it's funny how you know Saints fans was so all in on you know Tony for the preseason. Oh yeah, that's why we let go Lattimore. I was it like, was like yeah. It yeah. was. Oh, he has a Not build. Lattimore, but he has a build that's kind of like Murray. a slender Murray. And no, yeah, no. but you're acting like he was like manure. He just got hurt. He, he I, I, no, I'm, if I have nothing nice to say, I'm not going to say anything at all. You're not going to get me to act like someone other than Kamara and some members of the offensive line are, are good right now in the Saints' offense. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. No, what's just funny to me is all I keep seeing from different Saints fans on Twitter is wait till the team's healthy. Wait till the team's healthy. I was like, there's no pause in the team's fully healthy sure. in the NFL. I told like, I just, told that to uh, Nick Underhill week before last. I was like, you feel like this is being totally overstated. Just get to the bye. Just get to the bye. And he said, yeah. He said. I'd probably lean into that, too, and the reality is it's not like there's just this magic wand. Who knows when? At this point, yeah. Zion Williamson is probably going to play before Michael Thomas. I mean, you, you see how Sean Payton responds to questions about my Will Lutz ain't coming back this year. Nope. He, the one guy that will be back on Sunday, though, is on Yamada, and that, guy's, that guy could be. Of everyone on the Saints roster, the one I'd least want to get in a fight with. I mean, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with any of them. I'd, I'd get beat up by everyone. <laughs> Put it this way. I, I think you could the, take Will Lutz. The guy, yeah, I could. I could take that <laughs> well, easy. The guy I would, I, the guy I would want having my back in a dark alley over anyone else. That's a good way to put it. Would be David Onyemata. I'm gonna take Demario Davis after that game last week. I'm taking Demario. <laughs> he Demar- he's got, he's, he's got like Spider Man. Like, he just pops speed. up like everybody gets one. <laughs> Onyemata gets your hand. That guy's just freakish strength. He'll be back Sunday. Saints a five and a half point dog. Uh, for nostalgic reasons, Saints fans really excited about Mark Ingram. It's needed. It's good. Now they need to go out and they need to trade for a wide receiver. Desperately, desperately need help there. And no, all, no jokes, Norm. You know who else they missed on Monday night was Taysom Hill.
They, oh man, what he needs to come back ASAP. <laughs> we can we can plug him in, and he'll be number two on the depth chart at all of these positions. He needs to come back. Power back needs to come back. Wide receiver one, uh, tight end two. He needs to come running back. back two. He needs to come back. I mean, it's true. All right, uh, two six nine ten seventy seven. Welcome into ESPN Lafayette. Good morning. Good morning, hey guys. I'm going to jump right into it and. <laughs> I've been listening to you all. The other day I called the radio station and I made a comment about the Saints. And you guys were talking just now about how the game, y'all just didn't use the word atrocious, but y'all used every other I think Norm word, used word, that word. Yeah, it's pretty atrocious. Describe that the game wasn't all that the other night at Seattle. With that said, I'm going to say a few things such as Mark Ingram would be a good asset to the locker room. I think that that's why he's going to play his heaviest role because that team needs somebody in that locker room to take control. And the coach is not that person. Sean Payton is dealing with enough issues being the head coach and the play coordinator, and that seems to be struggling. With that said, I'm reminded of you, Cowboy fan, and I'm one too. That used to be us a few years ago when we had all this similar thing the Saints going through, can't figure anything out, coaches issues, coordinator issues, it's just like a shamble. Well, the Saints are not that far, that bad, and I pray they don't go backwards quickly. With that other thing said is that uh, – Guys, I'll say to us all this. Okay. The Saints doesn't look that bad, but they don't look that good either. I can agree I'm with from that. Louisiana. Doing a great job. I'm a Cowboy fan. I love the Saints. But let's no, tell the truth. When I said that the linemen were being blocked into the quarterback, Jameson, y'all, y'all disagree. And we all can agree to disagree. But now y'all calling it not so good looking. But the other day when I made those comments, I nearly was cut off. <laughs> hey, I, guys, I, welcome to the NFL. And we only mid-season. Don't panic. Thank you. I don't think the Saints O-line is bad. Yeah, it's bad. As a collective. I don't think it's good. Let me say what he That's just like what he said. It's not bad, but it's not good. I will. Uh, there's something he said in there that I 100% disagree with. And he's not the only one saying it. I think it's very overstated. I'll explain what that is next. Plus, best and worst Halloween candy. Don't go anywhere. What up, sports fans? I'm here to remind you that basketball is back, baby. The crossovers, the three-pointers, the dunks, it is here. Basketball is back. I'm fired up. I know you are, too. I love hoops, and I love fantasy sports, and I love winning. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports. Let me remind you, they're celebrating the return to the hardwood by giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Look, I do it. Trust me, it's easy. Playing daily fantasy hoops is a piece of cake. You pick your lineup for pro ballers, stand to the salary cap, see how you do. Score big, and you can score big cash. And with a free shot in millions of dollars in total prizes, it's the perfect time to show off your basketball IQ, guys. DraftKings is safe, secure, 
and reliable. What are you waiting for? Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings app now and use promo code 1420. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when you enter promo code 1420 to get that free shot at millions in total prizes. Code 1420 with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Happy Halloween from Schilling Distributing. Halloween weekend, a time to relax with friends and family and the kids. Watch sports on the TV, barbecue, and enjoy ice-cold beer in the fridge or ice chest from Schilling Distributing. Locally owned since 1950, Schilling Distributing provides Acadiana with Bud, Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Corona, Cutwater Premium Canned Cocktails you've been waiting to try. Please drink responsibly and enjoy some of the many beverages Schilling has to offer. Pick something up and your favorite store today. Cheers! Want to change your life and get a new career? Medical or dental assistant and medical office assistant with billing and coding are great careers you can train for in less than a year at Delta College. If you're interested in the healthcare field, Delta College has classes that can provide you with the training you need to have the career you want. Visit deltacollege.com to schedule your tour today. We'd love to meet you and show you how training at Delta college works here's a tip from glenn latchley with eagle pest control with all the rain we have had in the past few months mosquitoes are really bad right now standing water and warm temps keep those pesky guests around interrupting our outdoor activities but there are ways to help keep them away check outdoor toys lawn furniture and containers for stagnant water. You can also treat your yard for mosquitoes with the help of a professional pest control company. Eagle Pest Control and Chemical, serving all of Acadiana. With so many pest control companies and do-it-yourself options out there, you need to work with a trusted and reputable company. Call the professionals at Eagle Pest Control. Whether it's commercial or residential, Eagle Pest Control can help you with ants, termite treatment, rodents, and mosquitoes. Call 898-1936 or visit online at eaglepestcontrolandchemical.com. At Lowe's, we believe fashion and function should live together, especially when it comes to flooring. That's why we put together a showroom with the top stylish brands like Bruce Hardwood, Smartcore Luxury Vinyl, and Satori Tile, all known for their reliable durability. See everything our showroom has in store for you. Order now and get it installed with help from Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only through independent contractors. See Lowe's.com for details and licensing. U.S. only. Insurance claims must be properly documented. Having the right attorney can make all the difference in the world. Spencer Callahan is the one to see. Call 4652323. Primary office in Baton Rouge. Catch ESPN 1420, UL Rage and Cajun games, get breaking local sports news, listen to your favorite sports shows, and win prizes. Mm-hmm. Roger that. It's simple. All you got to do is tap that app. Yo, tap it. Tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap it in. The ESPN 1420 app, available for free on your smartphone or tablet. Tap that app. The ESPN 1420 app. And the Scott Prather guy's kind of weird, huh? Give me that. The Great Scott Show on Sports Radio ESPN 1420. 
Welcome back into Great Scott Show. Scott Prather, my man Norman Locke, ESPN Lafayette on a Thursday. So one thing I disagree with from the last caller, and one thing I think a lot of folks, I don't know that they're all, like, it, it's not, the statement isn't wrong when you say Mark Ingram is good for the locker room and he's a leader. That's true. But I, I, I don't, I don't think that's why they made the trade, guys. I don't get the vibe that the Saints locker room is in shambles. The opposite. You, we can all agree. Maybe we can't all agree. You and I actually agree that the Saints offense is not good right now. Correct. We, we for sure I, agree. I think outside of the Giants game, which was one of Sean Payton's worst of his career, outside of that game, I think he's maybe coached his best season. The team being 4-2. and two, with the roster that they have, the way they've been able to win, you do not do that if your locker room is bad, if your locker room is garbage. I think the Saints have a very strong locker room. So this isn't, you know, the whole, oh, he's going to help with the locker room. The locker room doesn't need help. He's not going to hurt it. He's, He's good in that regard. But they made this move. Because they desperately need help at running back. They, they realize Alvin Kamara is averaging over 23 touches a game. This is not sustainable. He's our best player. And if we keep doing this, it's going to bite us in the rear end. And yes, there is the, you know, the idea that he knows the place and all the other feel-good stuff that comes with it. But this is not all oh, the locker room. They really, really need that because the coach can't do it. Some locker rooms really need that. There's been times in the past where the Saints locker room needed it. Not this year. Their locker room's fine. And I think that's very overstated when everyone's pointing out, a lot of people are pointing out, you know, that that part of the move, you know? No, I I 100% agree. I don't think there's any type of static in the Saints locker room at all from offense to defense. I don't think anybody's upset about how the season's going. Um, If they were, they'd be two and four, one and five. Yeah, I don't don't, don't hear any type of uh, noise coming out the locker room like that, especially with Alvin Kamara having some of his best games with Taysom out. I don't think there's any static. Now, I I can't say the the post-game conferences of the previous two games that that, um, Taysom didn't miss, Alvin asked for more touches, and he said he wanted more touches. He even asked to pass the ball in two consecutive post-game interviews. This one here, uh, these last two that Taysom didn't play in, no complaints from Alvin Kamara. Guess what? He's gonna They're going to try to give him less touches now that Mark's there, but he and Mark will just stand next to each other and like put on a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, nah, they gonna... like, the, the reality is the Mark Ingram move, the best part of it is just going to be locker room. all of the... <laughs> Well, it, the the fun aspect of the yeah, locker room, yeah. you know, not what we were just talking about. Like, it's going to well, be think, the the classic boom and zoom, goofing around, Mark being gregarious. Well, I think he's going to bring some toughness back to the offensive side of football, some, some um, accountability. You know, I think he's going to help Jameis grow as a player, being that veteran. Um, we've heard about Mark Ingram going to the Ravens and being integral and helping – and helping, you know, the Lamar Jackson develop and come along as a young player in the league. So I think I think that like you said, it's more locker room and culture. Like you say he's gonna break Deuce McAllister's record. It's more locker room and then he gets to retire right. I mean, because it's, it's he's done. He's done. It's he's good done. for it's good for the locker room, but it's not like the locker room is in a bad place. Because no. I don't see Mark Ingram being on the Saints next season. <laughs> Probably not. But you know what? Ingram Ingram's had an interesting 
relationship with Saints fans because first four years it was not it was not great. I would say the first three and a half four to your point it was man this guy. Of course, Saints had a lot of other players, a lot of weapons. He was young, maybe fumbled here or there, wanted more touches, was was you know vocal about it, and he went from like man they gave up a first rounder to move up and take him and. I don't know if it was worth it. And then he just kept working and working. And then slowly was like, all right, he's pretty good. And he's in the Pro Bowl. And then he's even better. And then the way he he handled Kamara coming in and, like, basically becoming his best friend instead of, like, hey, he's trying to get my touches. I don't want him here. Like, he – when Ingram – by 2017, 2018, he, he went from being, like, not liked by a lot of the fan base to one of the most beloved players of the last 10 years – and he never really got, a, I think, the right send off, and he came just short of the record. So all of the, like, all of that stuff is is cool, and I think that's what's going to draw. It's going to be more. Most of the stories about Mark Ingram are going to be more about the heartstring fandom type stuff than oh, what he did on the field. Like he'll have an impact on the field, but he's no, he's not the player he was a couple years ago. No, 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 he's definitely not. I'm going to say, like you said, he had a – to say that Mark Ingram is on his 10th year now in the league. I think it's his 11th season. 11th season. And he's it's just, a lot for running back. And just hitting 6,000 yards or just over 6,000 yards, uh, like you said, it's in and out career. No, no, he's 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 at like – he's more than that. That's his. That's how many he has just for his time with the Saints. Yeah, Rushing yards. Is he, is he over seven? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he's close. He's like, I'll look it up. I think it's 74-something. Okay. Um, no, look, he'll go into the Saints Hall of Fame. No one's, yeah, no, no one's going to argue saying, like, that he's like a, doing anything with Canton or anything. You know, but he's, you know, to play that long. And it's not like he's like tall or like, I mean, he's, no, he's the, the Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram meme. That was, that one, that one still makes me laugh whenever I see it. 31, uh, all right, so it's over, so he has 7,536 rushing yards, 1,893 passing yards. So when all is said and done, he'll probably have over 8,000 from scrimmage. Uh, He'll have the Saints record. I mean, that's that's a couple of Pro Bowls. That's a really good career. Yeah, that's a a, a solid career. I say solid, you know. Um, I say better than Deuces. I say solid. It's a it's. Best running back this is in wasn't Saints, that long. Saints history. Best running back in Saints history. I think it's Alvin Kamara, but and t- Alvin still has to finish. Yeah, he's he's already got it. He's all the, got these it. records, Mark's about to like set. No, Alvin's gonna. Alvin's gonna have all the Saints records on offense. Not rushing. I don't think I, I, I maybe by the time he's done, he might. It's not like six thousand one hundred is all that much. Yeah, but he owns that. He's only like thirty five hundred right now. And you don't think Alvin's going to play for like another six, seven years? Well, it's not that I don't think he's going to play for another six, seven years. It's like I, I think the rushing average is going to go down, and he hasn't had a thousand yard rushing season yet. He is he's going to cross four thousand this year. Okay, in year number five. Okay, and the he'll life, probably get close to forty four hundred. Okay, and let's let's say a back of Alvin's size. Let's say he has three more premium years. Would you agree? Uh, I think I think it might be more than that. I mean, we were talking about Mark Ingram and how long he's played. Premium rushing. Alvin has never been a key rusher. That's why. That's why I'm. I'm. I'm he's got to. I think. I, I mean, I. I see where you're going. I would take the over on him 
Ingram will pass. So how many Deuce how, and, and and Alvin will end up passing? What, how many yards? He could average five hundred yards a season after this year and still break this record. Okay, for how many seasons that would take? Four, and that's averaging five hundred rushing, which he's probably going to get more than five hundred rushing in twenty twenty two. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm he's gonna, gonna have. Under. I'm gonna take. He's under. gonna have the rushing touchdown I'm gonna take record. The under. He's I'm gonna, gonna take have the, under. the total. I'm gonna take the under. You're gonna lose. Reason why I'm gonna take the under because the last two years, other than Adrian Peterson, the last two years of the prime of running backs, it just I just I don't know. I just it just hasn't been that primey primey to me. It, it seems like primey. Yeah, I like it's that. like I I just feel like you getting you getting the max of five great years out running backs, and then everything after is kind of just like it's nice, it's nice, and then it's like dang. Ingram's best man. years came in like years seven and eight, and that's His a, best seasons, and that's a and but that's because the first couple years were bad. It's like so you got yeah, the premium, he, he, but, you got the premium uh, premium late, Scott, but it didn't last long. Kamara's gonna break that record. Uh, Chris Johnson, right? Yeah, great premium. He had a great premium for probably like four. You seasons. can bring up, yeah, you can bring up Chris Johnson, Sean Alexander, all that stuff. But those guys were run, run heavy. And Kamara's taking some hits this year. It's not like he's taken. Chris Johnson got he got hit a lot. Yeah, he did. Kamara doesn't take those kind of hits. No, Kamara does. He just it just bounces off. He's it's just slippery. He's, he's, he takes those hits, guys. It's just it doesn't. He doesn't hit the ground. That's the difference. Because I'm watching. You watch the game. Where it's like. All right, Alvin should have got tackled five yards ago, but he, he, he gets for impact. Gets the hits, so he doesn't doesn't go down. Uh, shoot, I'm just seeing something here. All right, ESPN uh, Lafayette, Scott Prather, Norman Locke. I didn't get to trick or treat much when I was young. I say that I did. Then I got like diabetes. Serial trick or treat. Then, then I got diabetes, and then I couldn't trick or treat anymore. Um, underrated trick or treat. Whatchamacallit's solid. Somebody had a whatchamacallit, like no, a fun size. That. You're not eating that? I'm not eating that. Have you even had one before? Yes, I have. Why would you not? That's it. There are some, a- you, look, you got your standards. You, you, look, you can't go wrong with a Reese's in there. And then you get to the house and it's, you know, it's usually a dentist and they hand you like an apple or something. What was what was the go-to? What was the one where you're like, I'm a, oh, you know what else is good? It's, yeah, I got to stay away. My kids get this trick or treat candy, and I see the strawberry laffy taffies. And I'm oh, like, oh, that's oh, you about to get I, strawberry and the stuff. And the, the blue raspberry laffy taffies. I'm sniping. I'm taking just those. I'm swapping them out for the grapes and the bananas. You're going to get all the grapes and the bananas. I'm going to get all the blue and the red. Fruit jokes aside, what's the what's what's the worst Halloween candy? The worst Halloween candy is, is it called mothballs? What are the little chocolate balls that come in the brown bag? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Mothballs? No, what is it? Malted milk balls? Yeah, that. Whatever it is, it comes in a brown, <laughs> a, a, a tan bag. It's like a mini tan bag. It's like chocolate cover, just hell holes. That's what I'm going to call them. Moth, mothballs are a chemical that are supposed to keep snakes away and other stuff. What 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 are these called? The malted malt a malt. I guess some people call them malt balls. Well, I'm sorry. They're so they're essentially they're like like whoppers. They're yeah. like whoppers, but they're horrible. bigger. Horrible, horrible, worst thing ever. And then you get like a couple of yeah, them. Like who who like who gets who goes to the theater and is like, oh, I want whoppers. No, huh. Mad Men. 
Michael Myers. So why you went crazy? He ate too many Whoppers. <laughs> you put that in my... Hey, between... I don't know. And then they'll sneak it in in the Easter basket, too. So two times a year, you might get hit with that trash. You got to... When you're, like, at a, a, a business that just has lots of little Halloween-looking candy and, like, a jar in the front, always check the date on those. Because it's probably... You could be in there, like, in August, and you check, and it's like, oh, these 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 went bad uh, I don't trust six months any, ago because... Halloween. snacks that's left in the front of any offices unless it's like peppermints if anything other than peppermints i'm not touching it because like you said check the date on it you got the little kids that like to put all four of their fingers in the little jar mm-hmm. and grab out one candy it's just like nah nah I'm, I, you know i'm hey, what about like a party where like people just have like nuts in like a glass tray i'm like everybody's fingers are all over that like, that dude just went and like took a dump and now he's out here eating peanuts and his hands are all I've over i always there. saw the don't eat the nuts at a bar, but I've never saw the the nuts at the bar until I went to New York and I saw the nuts. Oh, they're at a in all of them. And I said, that, people still are eating that. What is wrong with them? They're eating the mitts, the mixed nuts at the hookah lounge. What is wrong with you? All right, uh, we're gonna open phone lines back up next hour at two six nine ten seventy seven. Let's take a quick one right here before we hit up the break. Welcome into the uh, welcome into the Great Scott Show, hello. Scott, Scott, you had to took my thunder. I, I was about to say, yeah, it's Whoppers. Who don't know about that? No one don't know anything. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not eating Come that. Come on, Norm. I'm not eating that. But he he wasn't just talking about Whoppers. He was talking about, like, the bigger version of, of a, of a yeah. malt ball, if you will. That's what we call uh, it growing up. Whoppers are okay, but just stay away from candy corn. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What about candy stay corn? Candy corn. What about candy I said, corn? Whoppers are okay, but just stay away from candy corn. He says, stay away from candy corn. Yeah, candy corn. Yeah, stay away from that stuff. Stuff I ruin your life. <laughs> so don't mess with that, Norm. Just stick with the, you know, like the uh, the, the average traditional stuff. The two-pack stubbers. Don't eat too much boppers. Mm-hmm. Please don't eat too much of those, uh, try again, those other little candies they give on Halloween. It's like a, let me see, it's almost like a jawbreaker almost. It might be called a jawbreaker, but stay away from those, dog. For real. Don't do it. I think Ronnie, like, Yo, always has, like, a, a life lesson he wants to try to bestow on Norm. Yeah. Norm's just well, looking at his cool phone, Norm like, is this guy yeah, still talking? Cool. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie. Dude, that was, that was kind of like a villain laugh there yeah, the you, 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 hear, hear you hear him you heard that at the end it was like <laughs> yeah, he gonna sneak some candy corn I'll in my lunch tonight. candy corn my my kids like candy corn. i just feel like it's just sugar wax they're just they sugar, just sugar eel wax it, it, it honestly like you just pull it out you put some like food coloring in it you throw like a cup of sugar and you just shape it like first of all it's not even shaped like corn no it's not like why is it called candy corn what about it is actually like corn? See, I just blew your mind. <laughs> For the first time since I've known this man, he's speechless. What is it? What is it about candy corn that that gives that? Why would they like? Oh, we're gonna call it. It's just the alliteration, and they're like, we're gonna sell this at Halloween, and people will be able no, to is. easily say candy corn. It's just like foam. Sounds like an F, but it's a P. No, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has a reason, but nobody knows. It, 
Here's another one I heard. Here's, here's another one of those type of questions I, I, I heard asked. I don't remember where I heard it a month or two ago. So when you're looking at a swimming pool, what color is the water? It's clear. What is the pool? But what color is the pool? It's blue. They what? Paint, they paint the bottom. No, the bottom, bottom is not painted blue. I'm telling you. The bottom's painted blue. No, it's not. It does, dude. I'm telling you, it's not. It's just mo- majority of pools are just painted white at the bottom. Oh, it's the reflection from the sky. What is it? Yeah. What about indoor pools? Why do those look blue? You ever seen an indoor pool? You ever I watched the Olympics? I haven't. I haven't really looked at it. Have you watched the Olympics? Have you at least watched highlights of the Olympics? Yeah, that water yeah. looks blue, but it's not. No, you know what? No, I haven't seen the indoor Olympics. I'm just here. I'm just telling you. This is a question you will not be able to answer because no one can answer it. We need to get Neil deGrasse Tyson here. I, I got to no, no. know. You, you Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, you yeah, Bill like... I the Scott the Science Guy. <laughs> Bill Nye the Science That's Guy. That's what we need. You call him Bill I. We need him. I, I, He's still kicking too. I don't. Shout oh, good to for him. Shout he, out. He's still kicking. <laughs> Shout still, out. I see him. He's still like debunking a little a couple science myths every now and then. Bill Nye is. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he's only sixty five. He looks older than that. Let's does see. he? Yeah, he does. He didn't, you know, he, that's because he was, even though people know him from, like, entertainment, he's, I mean, he's a scientist. Yeah. He wasn't, like, he wasn't, he wasn't like one of those entertainers in Hollywood that, like, looks the same. He's like, like, Dennis Quaid is older than that dude. Dennis Quaid looks the same as he did, like, years ago. He's like, no, he's, no, Neil, he's. He doesn't play Iron Man. He's really Iron Man. But you know what I mean. Like that, what, what I mean by that is like is like like you see these act these like famous actors or entertainers now, and they like look this somewhat look kind of the same for like years and years and yeah, years. Yeah. And like Bill Nye is kind of like he kind of is like the Lou Holtz version. It's like no, Lou Holtz has just looked old for like forty years. Yeah, it's like, like Bill Nye just always looked a bit old. Like to, for me. Yeah, for I know, I know the, for me, Morgan Freeman's looked 80 for 20 years. I don't, I don't know what it is. Hey, it's looked 80 it's, for 20 years. It's like years. the reverse Hollywood figure, but it works. See, he, guys like him and then like Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin's like 75, and it's like, well, you know, he had the white hair in his early 30s, and so he just Go, just went with it. Uh, and, and he's you know, been again, successful for like four decades. Me speaking, I am young. Betty White. I've just, Betty White's looked 90 <laughs> for 30 years. <laughs> I, I'm trying to see, like, yeah, she but, gets the phone okay. view. She's right, but, 90 for 30 years. But, like, those are the people that already looked old. What about, like, Tom Cruise? That dude's... That dude's Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. <laughs> that dude, I like that reference. That dude, how old is Tom Cruise now? I said Tom Cruise has to be 45 now. <laughs> Try again. How old is he? 59. Oh, no, it's He's about yeah. to be 60. Nah, that's, that, that's, that, that's that magic makeup marker he puts on. Sure, but like guys <laughs> like him, like he looks a little older than he used to. It's, it's surgery. It's all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like nice. Bill Nye, it's like there's difference in entertainers there. Like the ones in the movies and the stars, most of them, the, they essentially what they do in Hollywood and what their agency does and everything, if they're successful, they're like, okay, the audience likes you, so we need them to, we need you to try to look this way as long as possible because that's how the audience sees you and that's when you are your most likable and so let's roll with it no you are you're right but that, again that surgery ooh. although i i couldn't believe it i they had they showed tom cruise with his kid at a lakers game recently like for the first time ever he actually had like 
Like he, his, like his, he looked, well, no, no, no. He looked like kind of ch- like his face was kind of chubby. Okay. And I was just like, I, there was a part of me I was like, man, you know what? Good for him. No, another Good mission. For him. It's about another time. Mission Impossible is about to happen. <laughs> Watch it turns out he was just wearing like a small fat suit to like prepare for some role. That's it. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. We'll be right back. Open phone lines next hour. UL homecoming. A lot of festivities going on and illustrious Hall of Fame class as well. We're going to dig into that. We talked some World Series. We've talked Saints, NFL a little bit. It's all coming your way. Don't go anywhere. I'm Scott. That's Norman at ESPN Lafayette. What up, sports fans? I'm here to remind you that basketball is back, baby. The crossovers, the three-pointers, the dunks. It is here. Basketball is back. I'm fired up. I know you are, too. I love hoops, and I love fantasy sports, and I love winning. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports. Let me remind you, they're celebrating the return to the hardwood by giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Look, I do it. Trust me, it's easy. Playing daily fantasy hoops is a piece of cake. You pick your lineup for pro ballers, stay under the salary cap, see how you do. Score big, and you can score big cash. And with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes, it's the perfect time to show off your basketball IQ, guys. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. What are you waiting for? Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings app now and use promo code 1420. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when you enter promo code 1420 to get that free shot at millions in total prizes. Code 1420 with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Hello, everybody. It is the 8 o'clock hour. Scott Prather, Norman Locke, 269-1077, Traffic update for you. I-10 East at mile marker 134 is, uh, is blocked due to a stalled vehicle. That's before the Rama uh, exit. Congestion is approaching Two miles right now. Be careful there. Uh, phone lines are open. If 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 you've already called this morning, <clears throat> we're probably not going to answer your call again. Trying to get in some other calls. Um, more traffic reports. Be safe out there, everybody. I know it's a little cooler, but multiple vehicle accidents just in the last 20 minutes. Uh, accident being reported at Rubon, Secours, and LA-93 and Scott. Uh, LA-96, LA-182, that cross-section in Broussard. There's a vehicle accident there. And an accident, uh, St. Mary Street and East I-10 in Scott. So please <clears throat> be careful out there, everybody. And uh, there's been, since 6.30, about six accidents reported. Weather forecast for you today from the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab and Daniel Phillips. It's getting cool, Norm. 
It is getting cold. Clearing, cool. windy, and cooler. High of 69 tonight. Clear, windy, cool. Low of 57. It'll be a cool Halloween weekend. You know where the weather's going to be perfect? Homecoming. Saturday. 11 a.m. kickoff. Parade through Cajun Field. Gates are opening at 7 a.m. around Cajun uh in terms of parking around Cajun Field for tailgating and all that, get out there. As as Doctor Magger told me on Monday, get sauced up. Yes. <laughs> if you're of if you're of legal drinking age, have fun. Could be talking about a, a sauce, pecan. Yeah. yeah, eat, go to the game, tailgate after. Cupid's going to be performing afterwards. They're going to have stuff all day for you Friday night, and you can attend. You can learn more about how to attend. It's free uh, over at Russo Park. 2021 Hall of Fame class inductees. Phil Devey, loved talking to him yesterday. Talk about some amazing stories. Paul Bacco, Ashley Brignac, Domac, uh, both of them will be on with me tomorrow. And, of course, the late, great Tony Robichaux being inducted as well, a class that that truly speaks for itself, an incredible class. Um, lots of great stuff happening. It's homecoming, and Cajuns are uh, right outside the top 25 norm. They're getting votes. Go Take care of business Saturday, and you'll probably be back in the polls next week. I'm so excited for homecoming. Um, I know, you know, fans and alumni were a little bit upset about the moving up of the game and got a lot of pushback for from it. Um, I still think attendance is going to be really strong, especially from the student standpoint. Um, <clears throat> but I like the fact that it's at 11 just because it frees up the rest of my Saturday to – to watch the rest of our uh, games and enjoy homecoming festivities. And I'm going to be out there at 7 o'clock in the morning. So my, my plan is to get the shrimp and grits in the morning, go to the game, and then post-game, we're cooking up the gumbo out there. Gumbo weather, my friend. I'm cooking up the gumbo post-game. So um, I've got pre-game shrimp and grits, post-game gumbo. It's going to be a good time. We, uh, on top of that, um, you know, we've said it before. It's worth saying again. The university does not have a say in the kickoff times. Sunbelt. Sunbelt has the contract with ESPN. ESPN picks the game because they want it to be on ESPNU. And you could say, oh, well, you just tell them no. TV money, guys. You don't just, it's you don't big, just tell. Well, you don't just tell the commissioner no. TV money. Like, yeah, it's yeah, the contract. And there's a lot of money that comes in the schools from it. It's part of the deal. I'll say this. I think the, uh, the university, the athletic department, the administration did a great job of reacting quickly changing the schedule around, homecoming parade at Blackham, rolling at 8.30, going through Cajun Field, which is going to be great, moving the activities around the reverse tailgate, which is really just, we'll just call it a double tailgate. No, no, um, no, no. The name is reverse tailgate. Just <laughs> Their name like, is reverse tailgate. And, what, and what's crazy is I, I don't know how the people... people <laughs> I got to reverse something. I'm not going to go there. It, people people <laughs> are uh, making fun of LSU... And Southern's homecoming because they had to do the same. The games was early. They had to do reverse tailgates, and we were sitting right with it. And some people are enjoying it better than before the game. With that weather, man, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And uh, kickoffs at eleven. Pregames at nine here. If you want to take your radio with you at Occasion Field, listen, listen on the stream, listen on the radio here. Hot one zero seven nine. All powered by Learfield. Supposed to put Lynn through a table. I think we still scheduling it. Make it happen. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm so serious. Make I'm it happen. We are supposed to do like the whole dramatic 
drawn out. I told him I'm not doing it if you're not going to do the dramatic drawn out WWE. Oh no, you got to You got. You got to You got to no. sell it. That's what I'm telling him. Like, you have to. If you're not going to do showmanship, Lyndon, I'm not participating in it. But I'm trying to put him through a table for his brother. Respectively, yeah, that's right. His brother's gonna get in the game on Saturday, and then, and then Lynn's gonna leave by halftime and not even see it like he usually does. Oh, you but gotta, it, gotta call him out on that. His mom called and called him I out remember, on it. I remember. So yeah, so that's <laughs> it's okay. Put him through a table for Mrs. Burden. All right, let's uh, head to the phone lines. Good morning, welcome in. Well, good morning. Oh, good morning, Kyle. And I'm and I'm hearing myself talk. Boom. Well, that's that's nothing new. I mean, we 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 know that. <laughs> No, I'm hearing feedback. No, you're not. Through the air, through, through the radio. Are you? I mean, it really? Yeah. You're still hearing feedback? Okay. No, it, it's going now, so thank you. I you sure it's just not two Kyles? Well, he did tell me Say the other again? day. He did call in the other day and said he's suffering from, from dementia, so. Oh. Oh. Well. <clears throat> well, no, that's not dementia. That's a schizophrenic situation, but... I'm not there yet, so I'm just telling you sometimes, you know, but it's over. Okay. So, anyway, let's move on. Uh, so, uh, anyway, people who, you know, are concerned about the homecoming thing, they they need to go because might be the last one they ever get to go to with Billy as a head coach over there. So, just You got breaking news, Kyle? Well, I mean, he's definitely getting courted pretty strongly by someone not too far away, man. That's you got, just so you got life. breaking news. Well, it's, I don't know how breaking it is. It's it's not breaking news 50, 60 miles away. I guess it's uh, not even news here. So uh, I, we should go on. But I'm just saying, just in case, everybody might want to make their little trip down there to homecoming for Saturday. Anyway, I, but, but my main reason for my call was uh, – with the Mark Ingram situation, I don't I don't see where there's a problem with him being there for the locker room, the the meeting room, the film room, and the field. I mean, I think it's I think he's good. No, it's for a, it's a, it's, I mean, a, it's a win it's a win across the board. You know, it, oh absolutely. It, I, I, if That's anyone heard me last time. hour, to clarify, I'm not suggesting that he can't help all of those areas. My point was. I didn't agree with someone that suggested the locker room was was bad right now for the Saints or you know needed a lot well, of help. It's a strong locker room. I, I, let's put it like this: I've got a feeling they're fixing to have to jettison somebody off from that football team, and the only I, I, it's taken me a long time to figure out what it is about that person that makes that person even. I guess there's non-expendable as they've been so far. And a lot of it has to do with that person's, like their spiritual presence or their, you know, when I say spiritual presence, I'm talking about their, you know, they're, they're a spirit leader and, you know, teams have spirit leaders, but this person has done zero for the football team where it counts. And that's on the field. And Alvin Kamara is an incredible football player, but he, he's a smart guy. He, he, the rah rah stuff. He's not going to get into all of that because it, it it takes away from his energy level, and he is using all of his energy level at every second to do what he has to do on the football field. So he doesn't, 
you know, I, he didn't get into a lot of the rah-rah stuff before the game and stuff like that. He, he saves his energy and maximizes what he has on the field in between the whistles. And they need they need somebody to kind of take the place of that other spiritual guy on offense because you've got Demario Davis on defense. And I think, you know, I think it's a total win-win across the board, but I think it'll make cutting somebody who needs to go a lot easier. And I think that that'll be the next step. Kyle, give me an updated yeah. with Mark Ingram. Give me an updated Saints win-loss projection. Uh, well, right now, I'm I'm looking at a 12 or 13 win football team okay. that's going to make the playoffs. Okay. Division winners or wild card? I think they're going to do to Tampa Bay what Tampa Bay did to them last year. Lose the division and beat them in the postseason. That's it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Exactly. I think okay. I think Tampa Bay takes the division. Uh, they'll probably win the game. I think the Saints will win here Sunday, and I think Tampa will probably win the second game of that go round, and the Saints will win twelve or thirteen games and be you know the five seed and. <laughs> we get a chance to get get some revenge, and Saints Saints have in all in the last several years. One thing the Saints haven't had is the spot where they can get revenge, and with that defense, I can see them being able to put out a lot of revenge. Okay. So y'all have a good one later. Okay, thank you, Kyle. Scott, you feel the same? Thirteen wins, revenge. No, in the playoffs? I'm, not, I'm not saying thirteen wins. I. I I do think before the season I didn't think the Saints were a playoff team. Okay. I think with seven teams in the NFC this year, I think they could be a playoff team. Yeah, just how the the NFC is kind of trending, I think the Saints could end up being the sixth or the seventh seed in the playoffs, um, winning nine games or and, maybe even ten and, games. You know, it, to Kyle's point, man, it's if they're gonna do if they're going to make a statement at some point, I think it would be the defense that has to get it done. No, 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 no. It needs to be the offense. Uh, if we I look back... This, I don't think the Saints offense is going to do that. Well, year. you say it needs to make a statement. I, I I'm think talking the defense, about... I, I meant a statement like in the playoffs, like he was suggesting, like a big still, moment like that. Still would be, I still would say it would be the offense because the defense has made statements all season long. You know, um, I'm I'm just looking at this offense that... Uh, we've talked about how atrocious the Seattle Seahawks defense is. It was going into the game, giving up 150 yards a game, rushing the football. Saints ain't crack over 100 yards rushing. It's like you go into uh, with the Washington football team who's giving up X amount of passing yards. You don't reach the X amount of passing yards. So I'm just looking at the of these teams that the Saints have beaten. Only one has a winning record, and that's the Green Bay Packers. So when you face uh, a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's going to be twice. You face a Bills team. You face a Cowboys team. I think it's one more team that has a running record that's that's on the slate that's coming up. Um, well, you got Tampa twice. Tampa twice. It's <clears throat> Cowboys, Bills. That's Titans. four. You got the Titans. And Titans. That's the fifth game. So of those five games... One of those has to be the statement because I'm not I'm not taking a statement game against the Jets. I'm not taking a statement game against Atlanta twice. A statement is winning a playoff game with this roster this year. They win a playoff game this year with that roster. So so what? what Ooh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Washington football team won a playoff game last year with that roster. They didn't win a playoff game. 
Did they? No, they got beat by Tampa Bay. And everybody thought Tyler Taylor Heineke, Heineke who was somehow won, what good. What was the bad team that won the first? Was it? Who was? Let me. Tampa Bay didn't win. Win, Tampa uh, Bay won. And who was the other wild team? Chicago and the Saints beat them. You're right. You're right. Washington shouldn't have got in. I'm I'm telling you, like, look, if if the Saints end up getting in at like 7 and 10 and win a game, I'll feel different. But I don't think they're going to be 7 and 10. Like, I'm I'm going under the assumption that they're going to surpass my preseason expectation because I don't. They're just finding ways to win. Those five games I just listed, I think the Saints lose all five of those games. And that's still a put them in the playoffs. You think they lose all five and then win the rest? I mean, look, look, who, look who they play against, Scott. Like, they're let's they're go not going to lose all five. Let's go through it. Let's go through it. Okay. Uh, what do you want to say, four and one? No, no, no. I think they'll win two of those five games. Two of those five games? And which two are you leaning towards I more? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe that. I, I just can't. I, I can't. I've, I've you know... Um, I say the the chances of all those five games, I'll say I'll lean towards a Tampa Bay game. I think I think, and I, think I think they can beat Dallas. Maybe they can beat Dallas. I Possibly. Think, I would I would lean toward them beating the Cowboys. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. Oh man, I, I'm I have December second circle for two reasons. <laughs> One is my little brother's birthday. He's making twenty two years old this year. Then two. <clears throat> I got to go on down to Porter Street and act a donkey because it's going to be up. Act a donkey. Act a donkey. 18 after the hour, Scott Prather, Norman Locke, ESPN Lafayette. All right, uh, Kyle's point about Billy Napier. <clears throat> I've asked Billy about it. Local media's asked Billy about it. Jordy Collada in Baton Rouge asked Billy about it, about being considered for big-time openings like the LSU job this year. And uh, here is what Billy told Jordy, and a little over a minute long, but listen, listen to the whole thing. You know, I think you evaluate these things every year uh, when the time comes. You know, uh, we certainly, because of uh, the people that we have here and the job that they've done, we've had an opportunity to do that the last couple of years. So it's humbling uh, to be a part of these conversations. It's humbling to get these calls. Um, you know, I think it's a reflection of a lot of people, you know. I mean, everybody wants to put my name on it, but, you know, reality in this profession is you, you need a great staff, right? You need a great support staff, right? You've got to have people that tra- take tremendous pride in their role every day, you know, and you got to build a team of certain morale and a certain chemistry in your building. Um, and that, that's what makes it special. That's what makes it a lot of fun. You know, and these players, you know, here have been great. Um, you know, I, I think it's unique when you go to work every day and you're excited to be around the people that you work with. You're excited to work for the leadership uh, at the university. Uh, and that's what we've got here, right? So uh, much like I've said in the past, you know, I think um, – at some point or another, there may be another challenge that I'm ready to take home, but I think it's going to have to have the same ingredients uh, that make this place a lot of fun to go to work at. That last 10 seconds there, Norm. Uh, much like I've said in the past, you know, I think um, at some point or another, there may be another challenge that I'm ready to take home, but I think it's going to have to have the same ingredients uh, that make this place a lot of fun to go to work at. 
And see, and that's the the caveat. Well, I don't take coaches talking about open coaching jobs in the middle of the season serious on NFL level, high school level, or collegiate level. That's one. That's me. Because everyone's going to lie if it isn't the truth. Everyone's going to lie. I'm not going to sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, interview oh, 15 it, different you? positions. And uh, I love all my kids. I, I want all these recruits to come here and then I'm going to just leave. And no, it's never. it never happens that way. So if, if, it's a big crazy if, before I even say the if, one, I don't think LSU today, after this season, coming off of everything that they had to deal with, is the best job for Billy. Now, maybe the, you know, next season they put a little in an immediate head coach or ride out with someone else. Man, I could do that. But to just say, oh, we're going we to throw Billy's name in there that <clears throat> is throw, they're throwing Billy's name in literally every open big-time head coach and vacancy the last three seasons. Not every big-time coach, a few. Um, he was supposed to go to uh, South Carolina a couple was, of seasons ago. He wasn't ago. supposed to. He was. He well, was. He, he was, was courted by South Carolina. Reported. He was Sources. courted. <clears throat> no, he was. He was courted by he Mississippi State. He was courted State. by Auburn. Auburn. Uh, and they wanted to control some of the staff. And that's not to say if they gave him full autonomy, he would have gone. I have no idea. I just know that. Hey, you know, whoever our next head coach is going to be, they're going to need to keep this person as a coordinator. They're going to do this, and it's like. Um, Go, thanks, flattered. Thank you for the interest. I'm, you know, I'm gonna pull my name out of here. Um, that, listen, guys, if if you're hoping it's gonna go away or anything, it's not. It's always gonna be there. Doctor Maggard and I were talking about it Monday. It's like that's part of success. Um, I do think there are some. I think LSU would like. I think he's one of the guys they would like to look more into. I'll just say that. Doesn't mean he'll be the offer, the top choice. Doesn't mean if he was, he would leave. I just, I'm just telling you, don't think that there's not going to be anything going on or any kind of interest or anything like that. And I'll say this: I think that, that that Billy Napier, whatever P5 school he's at, one day, one day, and one day he will be, whatever school that is, he will win a national championship. So my question is. Of the, the the days and the ages of coaches, I mean, we know we got like Nick Saban's ain't going nowhere, right? you know. But are the days of a coach spending twenty years with a school, fifteen years with a school, are, are those days done? Well, how many how many coaches are actually like that? You got Saban, Gary Patterson. I mean, there's some others, Mike Gundy, right? Like, there's there's a I think there's always going to be a few, um, but I don't know that that's going to be the case at a. I don't know that that's going to be the case at a G five school. Okay, like for forever or a long time, unless you're competing for a national championship at a G five school, uh, and who knows what the that. First of all, that's so, so, that's so you, not possible. Scott, yet. are we'll you telling me on record the Cajuns don't want Alabama in the national championship this season? That is that what you're telling me? I'm sure they'd sign up for that right now if they could. <laughs> I'm sure. Where do I sign up? Get to play in the national championship? Now, maybe Cincinnati breaks through this year. Maybe they get left out. And we'll see what happens when they add 12 teams to the mix of a college football playoff. But the reality is it's, it's extremely difficult. There are differences in the two. And... um I think it'll always be 
there'll always be a few exceptions, but for the most part, for a coach to be at one school for like longer than a decade, that'll continue to be extremely rare. Okay. Okay. The ones that stay for a long time, though, man, they make a lot. And they like TCU's competing for national championships. Gary Patterson's making like over six million a year. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'll be back next year. He's been there for like <laughs> over 20 years. He was there back when they were in like the Mountain West Conference. And now, he's like, you see these buildings? It's my building. I know some people that played <laughs> for him. They like imitate him. Like, oh, you just always wear shorts really high and be like, we are not equals, gentlemen. I am the coach. <laughs> Listen to me. Sounds like an old man philosophy. Hey, it's not Bird King. Can't get it how you want. We are not equals. And he, I don't think he meant it in he meant it, you know, in terms of player coach yeah, relationship. Yeah. I don't think he meant it like in in life. The dictatorship, I don't know, maybe. The dictatorship. <laughs> the dictatorship. Twenty five after the. I used hour. to hate when teachers used to be. Like, it's a dictatorship. Is that what they would tell you? It's saying all. Yeah. It's a dictatorship. It's a dictatorship. Y'all don't get y'all. It's not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. I tell y'all what to do. Was that a coach or a teacher? All your, co- of them. your coaches are teachers. My 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 linebackers coach was my algebra two teacher. My history was he a good algebra teacher? He was no? he was a really good algebra two teacher. Like he did the Pythagorean theorem, he broke that thing down. Really? Two girls at the party. You can't have both of them at the party. I gotta get one of them out of there, Scott. You gotta get one out of there. Pythagorean theorem. Got to get that variable out of there. ESPN. Shout out to Coach Payne. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Payne, man. I always ESPN remember Lafayette. <laughs> Scott Prather. Norman Locke. You don't, You can't have two girls at the party, Scott. Got to get the variable out of there. Pythagorean theorem. Why can't you get two girls at the party? That's how you get the X from the math. You know, it's the math. It's Pythagorean theorem. All right, I guess according to Norm, that Coach is Payne. the Coach, Coach, Coach Payne. It's the Coach Payne. All right, we'll revisit uh, what we opened up with today. Talk a little World Series. Another former All Pro, another injury. Norm's got some comparisons for that. We'll dig into that. Pelicans come up short, but is this team going to be more fun to watch than last year's team? Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN Lafayette. Scott Prath and Norman Locke. Your safety has always been priority one at GiveMeTheVin.com. At GiveMeTheVin.com, the transaction is online and over the phone. And then we pick up the vehicle with no direct contact and provide your check indirectly. Don't risk your safety with retailers or strangers. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com, enter your VIN number and a picture or two, and get your best offer quickly and safely. Get your best bid and a check on the spot with GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best and safest car buyer. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, the holidays. It's that time again. Yep. So I went to Kohl's and got 30% off holiday decor and St. Nicholas Square finds for the table. Perfect for the fam. And started on my gift list with toys my kids will love. Okay, you're convincing me. Oh, and did I mention the extra 20% off and the $10 off when you spend 50 bucks? Kohl's, here I come. Select styles. Offer ends October 31st. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. But we have a truck leaving with a big order on Tuesday. Tina's floor manager retired, leaving her tortilla factory flat out. What do you mean she's on a silent retreat? She must fill the role and all those orders. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. 
Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. In engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. But we have a truck leaving with a big order on Tuesday. Tina's floor manager retired, leaving her tortilla factory flat out. What do you mean she's on a silent retreat? She must fill the role and all those orders. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. It takes two vaccines to help protect you this season, the flu and COVID-19. And now you can get both shots at the same visit. Learn more at cdc.gov slash vaccines. Sip and save at Circle K with our great new drink subscription. Join Sip and Save today and enjoy one drink a day every day for just $5.99 a month. Enjoy your favorite Circle K ice-cold fountain drink, Froster, or freshly ground coffee every day. That's 30 drinks a month for only $5.99. So sip and save at Circle K. Sign up in-store or at CircleK.com. Circle K. Take it easy. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code WIN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code WIN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code WIN. Listen to Sports Talk. Sports Talk 24-7, 365 in the palm of your hand on the ESPN 1420 app. Sponsored by Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill on Ducey Road. What's up, sports fans? It's your boy Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans, and you're listening to The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app.
ESPN Lafayette, Scott Prather, Norman Locke. I feel like we should make a podcast out of what we talk about during breaks. <laughs> hey, it's a wild, it's wildlife. We like in the middle, but it's a wildlife. Oh my goodness, Different dude! Spectrum, but it's a wild. It's, it's uh, when the mics go off. Conversation sometimes just goes places you just don't expect it to. But you know, they're not all for sharing on the air. No. All right, 33 after the hour. Scott praise the Norman Lock. We talked a little bit about World Series. I compared the first two games kind of to the Expendables movies. Tons of action early and then just fell off after that. Series tied one-to-one. Astros, Braves. You were, we, we kind of dug into the fandom and who folks are rooting for and fans around here. I didn't even ask you, like, who are you rooting for in this series? I'm rooting for the Astros. Why? Mattress Matt. I want to win that money. You like Mattress Matt? Yeah, I want to win the, I don't like him. I want him to win the money. This, this, I think it's one of the big, it'll be the biggest payout uh, in betting history or something like that. I, so, I, I don't even know what he did this time. What did he do? He bet, I don't know how much of the initial bet, but the payout would be $35 million. What? what? Yes. $35 million? Yes. How much did he put down? He had to put down a couple mil. I, I don't remember the initial bet. You know, I'm not a, a, you know, a connoisseur of the baseball. But Holy. How I, have I, I not want, heard this? I want Matrix Matt to win. Oh, my God. I want him to win. And I've, I, have a, I have an inside Mattress track. Matt could win nearly $39 million 39, on an sorry. Astros World Series victory. He bet Ooh. on the Astros to win the World Series preseason, so that's how it's it's uh, so much money. And he put on a, a hell of a lot of money. He wagered two million to win twenty two million with Caesars Sportsbook, and one million to win eleven million with FanDuel. So he bet three million dollars, and getting tons of promotion out of this thing. I mean, he's he, he, most famous mattress salesman in the world. Can we agree no, on that? By far. I, I want to buy my mattress from him just because <laughs> I, I don't know who else to go to. Like, you got to sell this dude. He looks, man, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not rooting for the Astros. I don't know he not like one he, Astro player, Scott. I, don't, I can't name you not one. He kind of looks like he'd play like an older mouse in like a Disney, like, Broadway musical version of a Disney movie. Like, look at that picture. Tell me that doesn't look like he'd play like a mouse, like a happy old wise mouse. No, you don't want you don't want me to tell look you. At you those, look at those those ears. <laughs> no, no, I do. Tell me. Scott, he looks like he stole you know how they like the Grinch that stole Christmas? Uh-huh. He's just like he stole is something. I don't. I don't know how he stole the mattresses. I don't know how he got the cotton for the mattresses. I don't know he got the springs and the metal, but he stole a lot of stuff. He just look. He looks. I don't know. I don't want to see him at twenty five. I just. I just. Got, I got bad vibes. What about with like stage makeup and? He didn't even need the fake ears no, to he like got just the, put the tail he on got there. The ears. He got the tail. He got the nose. He got the like the. It's like he got three strands of hair. He got the he's Peter got, Griffin hair. He's got your respect. Is what he has. He, he put that like, money down. He put that money down. <laughs> Look, he's ballsy to put that money down. You know how much money you gotta have to be like, you know what? I don't even gotta win. I don't even gotta win. I don't. I don't. I'm not trying to win. I don't care if I win because guess what? I'm gonna win in the end. He preseason bet the Astros to make the World Series, and then he actually make the. You bet three million dollars for the season. I bet to you start. he is. I bet you he is won and lost. Millions in his life. Game. Oh yeah. Oh, well, just this dude. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does it every year. ESPN Lafayette. All right. Let's head back to the phone lines. Good morning. 
Yeah. Am I back on? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, attendance is going to be really important. So people who are worrying, you are, know. Are we, are we talking about homecoming here, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right, he's going back. I'm talking, the, I'm talking about attendance the rest of the year. The, the, the rest of the way out is going to be extremely important because the other side is going to use, well, first of all, if they don't sell out or don't, you know, pretty much pack the stands, the other side's going to use it against them. And if they do pack the stands, the other side's going to use it against them. But at least it'll be a harder sell job if they do sell out. You know, it'll be a harder sell job for to Billy if they do sell out. But it'll be, you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a sale job. Well, they're not selling out. They're not, there's not going to be 41,426 people there Saturday in the stands. Well, there needs to be. I mean, I, 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 I don't disagree with that, but they're not going to, they're not going to sell. Let me, let me put it like this. How many, how many double digit win seasons has UL had the past two years, uh, over the past recent memory? Uh, the, just the last few years under him, the last two years under him. Okay, the last so two years in a row they've won double digits. Right mm-hmm. now, they're what's their record? They're six and one. They'll get double digits again. Okay, so you got a guy <laughs> who has led a program to double digit win season, or, or who potentially can lead a program to double digit ten win seasons three years in a row that never had any before he came there. That is going to. You know, he's he's going to have that, that if he does that, he's going to have that team ranked in the top 20 again and, you know, maybe closer to 10 than 20. And right now they are the best program in this state. And you can't put 40,000 people in the stands for any game. That is an indictment against your community. Carl, I say it's a lot of, it's a lot of different um, variables and I can't blame it all on the fans. I can't blame it all on Billy Napier. I can't blame it all on um, the Cajun field. I can't blame it. A lot of it, a lot of it has to do with a community that has divided allegiances. And that, that, now you're talking, now you're talking. Okay. But, but, even if even if part of the community that is divided with its allegiance to the other side should have enough sense to respect and 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 want to go see the guy that they're going to want to get, I mean, you, you would think that they would pack help pack the stadium. I mean, come on, somebody somebody needs to get here, you know, get in there and get it done. The bottom line, I will tell you this though, the bottom line is. Anybody who doesn't believe and doesn't understand that Billy is right now one of the top two or three in this job interview process, they're just fooling themselves. He Uh is in the top three, no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you right now, the odds of him getting it right now are better than anybody else. You do say what you want to pretend it ain't so. I'm just telling you right now, it is so. And that's it. Y'all have a good day, guys. Later. Appreciate you. Think about how good of a hire that is. Like, you look at Jerry Glasgow, Lance Key, Christy Gray now with volleyball, Billy Napier. Look at the head coaching hires. 
that Dr. Maggard has made. Yeah. Matt Deggs. I mean, has he made a bad hire yet? No. Really good hires? Can we agree? All all facets, all different sports. I mean, the synergy that you have that you didn't didn't always have with Dr. Audemars and then different ADs and... And David Walker, who just took the job because he had to, didn't really want to. And then Scott Farmer. And, no, sure, yeah. To have Dr. Savoy and, and then Dr. Maggard and then everyone else within the department a lot. Um, it's not just Billy either. I mean, you know, look at the staffs of these teams as well, but especially the football staff. It, everything that Kyle was saying, it's like, look at, like, if you're a Cajun fan, just keep smelling the roses. Don't think about, oh, when are they going to stop blooming? When, I, I, nobody, nobody knows. You can speculate. Nobody knows. Just enjoy the roses. Because you Smell know, them. Because they don't always smell like that. The expectations for Billy coming in, coming out the hood, we didn't know it was going to be like that. The program was going to elevate mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And then who's to say, you know, in 10 years if Billy leaves, we don't make it to a national championship. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, I, I don't know that that's how it'll play out. It'd be cool if it did. I don't think that's how it's going to play if out. If people but. can speculate that it can be gone after this season, Scott, I can speculate he spends nine you more seasons can. here. You can. Yeah, everybody can speculate everything. I got some boot in for you, I'm Billy. just telling you to smell the roses. <laughs> smell the roses. Um, they, are, uh, they are up and at it this, uh, this Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff at Cajun Field. It's homecoming. The weather's going to be great. Reverse tailgate. Have fun before. Have fun after. I saw you judging the, awesome. the, the the windows. Paint the town red. Yeah, how'd you, how'd you go home? Kind of the windows. It's more than just wind. <laughs> I don't know why. That what was else funny. you paint? You so know, it's you not just paint that. a door. So you have exterior, you have interior, and then some some businesses do skits. Okay, okay. I didn't know. But no, you it, you can decorate. You can go all out. However, you can do it. You can decorate windows. But you can do whatever you want. Okay. And, I see a lot uh, of painting. A lot of those. In fact, if folks want to go and check out pictures from the whole day. Head over to the ESPN 1420 app, ESPN1420.com. Scott's on a, a East Eric hunt. Like, Scott's everywhere. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, Scott. 21 businesses. That's what I'm looking at. I'm like, Scott has literally busy, been around the entire Lafayette. <laughs> no, big, big thanks to the Alumni Association for asking me. Uh, this is the second time I've done it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's busy. It happens fast. But, yeah. Who won? Different grades. Uh, there's, so there's different categories, okay. but folks can learn more over at the website. There's different categories. So rather than read it all out, just go check it out and support the businesses that, uh, that, su- that, that are local and that support. One day I'm going to uh, do a giant university. Bobby Boucher, and I'm going to win it all. I'm going to win all categories. A giant? Wait, what, what do you mean you're going to do a giant Bobby Boucher? I'm going to make a giant bo- Bobby Boucher. I'm going to paint it. Oh, you're going to make like a, a, I'm a, a paint statue? No, I'm gonna or you're going to paint a window? window? Yeah, I'm going to paint a window, but I'm going to put him in a Cajun's jersey. And that you think that's all it'll take to win it? I think so. Boy, these things are way more elaborate. The yeah, amount of time people put into this is I see it, impressive. but I just feel like I, I you know, I was impressed by the creativity of everybody that was in it. But I just feel like my Bobby Boucher painting that I I've I've had cooked up in my head for a while, I think that'll that'll take it. All right, one more before the break. Welcome in to the great Scott show, ESPN Lafayette. Scott Prather, Norman Locke. Good morning. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Sure. Just some perspective of I was one of the ones that that complained. I mean, look, we've we've lost we've lost a whole lot of Saturday enjoyment in our football team this year, and I'm one of the ones that complained. But in retrospect, do y'all realize what happened last Saturday? 
Louisiana Tech had their homecoming game last week okay. at Joe I.A. Stadium in Ruston. Do you know who Louisiana Tech played in their homecoming game? No. They played the number 24-ranked team in the country. Okay. Do you know what station broadcast Louisiana Tech's homecoming game against the number 24-ranked team in the country? Facebook? It's, it's this thing called Stadium? Ooh, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, our game. I yeah, I'm. I want to spend time with my friends, but and you will. ESPN called up this university and said we need you on a movie game till eleven o'clock because. And granted, it's ESPNU, but the fact of the matter is, it's part of the ESPN platform. It's not stadium. I think that speaks volumes as to where this athletic program is right now. Multiple not, televised ESPN games. State. We're playing Texas State for our mm-hmm. homecoming game. Mm-hmm. Louisiana Tech played the number 24 ranked team in the country and couldn't get it on a legit. And lost flat. by what, 30? And lost by, and look, I tell you what, you know what? Got their tails kicked. Got their <laughs> tails kicked. And uh, know, this I, weekend I, they play at Old Dominion, who will be coming to the Sun Belt in 2023. Yep. You know, I, I'm go monarchs I'm, and again. That's, I'm one of the big, ones that said, monarchs. you know what? Let's tech needs to be back in the Sun Belt. It's a natural rivalry. Mm-hmm. We've got history. I grew up at Black and Coliseum watching Mike Green and Roy Ebron, uh, you know, go head to head in 1972, and it pains me to say that. But we've got history. But but I'm 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 looking at some of the stuff these people in Ruston are saying. You know what? That rearview mirror that they always talked about, that's what we're looking into right now. They're, they're, is, are they necessarily going to have to go into, independent? Probably. How are the, how if are Cusa they can't, If CUSA can't get at least three more members to join them when all of these exits are done and these schools gladly pay their exit fees to get off the Titanic, if they can't get three and there's talk and rumors of them talking to schools that haven't even insinuated they want to move up, to FCS in football. Uh, but if they can't, yeah, they would have to operate at least in basketball as an independent. They could catch on in a in another conference for the other sports uh, for the time being. But, yeah, it ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun and you can act like the rabbit does and all you want, but it's um, it's, it's not looking good I mean, in Ruston right now. Are, are they literally – is Kusa literally That's, talking that, that was That was a, a reported rumor. Um, that they have not confirmed uh, nor denied. You know, but they're, they're, they're going to look down the road at us and say, well, we can't play out. We're not going to lower ourselves to go in the Sun Belt. So uh, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know that that's it. I, don't, I, don't, I think the Sun Belt's like, you know, with that attitude, we're not, you? We're not inviting you. You know, so that's it. I don't think, I don't think know, Keith I'm Gill fun. put in a call to Rustin. Well, good for, you know what? Good, good for him. Good for him because, like I said, I was one of the ones that said, you know what, let's welcome him. Welcome him welcome them back into the fold, but nah, you know, if there's going to be no reciprocity in, in, in the emotions going back and forth between Rustin and Lafayette or even Rustin and Monroe, you know what? Screw you. You know, be on your way, guys. Go ahead and play McNeese. Go down to Lake Charles, you know, every other season and sit in front of 3,500 people and, 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 and enjoy that guy. You know, so listen, where this program is right now, I'm with you, Scott. You know, it's it's enjoy the smell of the roses. Enjoy That's the smell it. of the roses. Uh, and I, I just got one suggestion about this weekend, though. 
you know, he said get good and soft before kickoff. Look, if Dr. Meyer wants to join us, do go ahead and do kickoff shots at 8, 8.30 uh, Saturday morning. We're going to be at, at, at lot 81. Knock yourself, come out. We'll got the crown waiting for him. I hope, I hope the university has some Uber drivers on standby <laughs> for Saturday afternoon. Because it's going to be a lit field. You know, assuming we beat Texas State, it's going to be a good environment. There's going to be some, I hope they got buses to drive people home on Saturday afternoon. It, 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 it might be a, a, a drunken affair come Saturday afternoon. So, look, y'all have a good one, guys. Enjoy the show, and go Cajuns. Thank you. Go Cajuns. All right, we'll take a timeout, come back, final segment. Where, did, where, where does he rank his Dallas Cowboys in terms of the NFL? You ain't play my, my song in the troll bank. You don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. That's Norman Locke. We're back after this. It's ESPN Lafayette. Welcome to Parent Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code WIN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code WIN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code WIN. Keeping your home safe while you're away. Up next, from Mr. Electric. Next time you leave home for a few weeks, or even if it's just for a few days, make sure you have a few things taken care of. Unplug appliances that you won't be using while you're gone. Keep extension cords and appliances away from water. And remember, it may rain while you're gone, so don't leave anything plugged in outside that may get wet in a storm. And if you have power locks on your door, make sure you bring a spare key, just in case the power goes out or the batteries die. Here's Sean Dore, owner of Mr. Electric. I want to be voiced as the electrician of choice for our area. Uh, and, and that takes a lot of work, you know, building good reviews, doing quality service, do quality control. So after a technician is done, we're going to randomly pick jobs and go and check the work that was done. And if there's something that doesn't meet quality standards, we're fixing those things. We're making it right. Mr. Electric and MrElectric.com. 
Hey, y'all, Lee Bryce here, and I hope you can join me and my buddies Randy Hauser and Colt Ford at the Raging Country Crawl, November 7th in Lafayette. We are taking over the Cajun Dome for one night only show with 100% of proceeds going to the hurricane relief efforts and supporting the great people of Louisiana. I drive your truck. Get your tickets today at RagingCC.com and let's bring the community together for a great night of music and hope. Y'all, see you there. He likes sports takes like he likes food. Spiced, peppery, and anything but bland. Yummy. It's Scott Brather on The Great Scott Show. ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome back. Final segment. Scott Prather, Norman Locke. Real quick on the Pelicans. This team going to be more fun to watch this year? No. I already was out on them. The tickets were two bucks yesterday, Scott. I had a friend of mine. I looked it up myself. Paid $3 for his seats. Good for him. You could have sat behind the visitors on the floor for 130 bucks. So a national televised ESPN game against the Hawks. It's horrible. This team will be more fun to watch this year because they're actually trying. That bench not trying. No, the bench, their bench needs some work. It's work in progress. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some positive signs with this team that I never saw last year in 72 games. I like effort. I like the effort level. I think the effort is completely uh, uh, 180. Tell you what, man. They say the TV camera adds about 10 pounds. Zion looks like he ate about. Now, see, now this is what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say. Did you see his, his anime outfit? I did. I liked it. The one piece or whatever? What yes. What they call it? Yeah, yes. I did. It was fire. pants. Look at that. No, Lynn, Lynn, I was like, dude, Lynn's... Lynn's probably... Lynn's yeah. flipping out. Flying I can't even it. see it. I was just <laughs> trying to think of the word I could use. There it is. But he was like, yo, Zion, hit me up. I can get you some better gear. I was like, this... this no, is... yeah, no. Nah, I'm going to say on a tier of, like, custom gear, like, Zion, you have too much... You could have got some A1 stuff. Like, you got... You kind of got the, like... The Walmart Pokemon shirt. Like, you could have got it from Pokemon.com, but you got it from Walmart. All right, last thing. Cowboys, where are you ranking them, honestly, right now in terms of the, the, the league? Sixth. Right Sixth. outside the top five. Okay. Who's, right ahead, who's ahead of them? I got um, I got to put the Bucks ahead of them. I have to put the Rams ahead of them. I like the Bills and the AFC ahead of them right now. Um, I like the Titans right now uh, ahead of the Cowboys. Really? Just in terms of... Of hotness, um, I like the style of play. They've won some tough games against okay. opponents okay. that they usually would have they lost, lost to the Jets, though. If they lose to the Jets, I, I, I also say this. I think we were both wrong about the Raiders. Turns out, it was a really good thing. All yeah. that drama getting Gruden out of there. It's like, oh, okay. It's it's um, they lost Waller though. They lost Waller though. Waller got hurt. And he, he, he they haven't uh, decided if he's going to play in this upcoming game. AFC so West is good, man. Not Denver, but the rest of that is it's good. AFC's bad, though. The Bengals are number one. 
That's wild. <laughs> if the playoffs started today, they would be the one seed. They would be the one seed. They All right. Will. That is it for the great sketch on ESPN Lafayette tomorrow. Gus Catengale will join me. Also, soon to be Louisiana Raging Cajun Hall of Famers, Paul Bacco, Ashley Brignac, Domac as well. Domac, excuse me. Greeny's next. Catch Norm this afternoon, 3 to 6. Lock it in. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN Lafayette.